Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this evening? Doing all right. You know, I forgot something. What'd you forget? A two weeks or a week ago, we were so caught up in crisis that I forgot to mention I watched season three of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, wow. Did you? How, how did you like it? I'm still working my way through season one. It's um, it was it was good. There was something off about it, though. Um, and it was there's a few episodes. I think it was episode two where I felt as if they really hit their stride. It's only an eight episode season. That's why I'm able to binge it really quickly. But there they they did. I, I was able to predict a lot. I'll put uh, it that way. Uh, and so that bothered me. Um, Midge and Lenny is my ship. They had an episode. They had some moments. And and yet I still feel like I'm being misled. Mm. I don't like my shipper heart toyed with. So I have some <laughs> Um, But, you know, the comedy is still there. The dynamics they did some they they did some stretches and I don't know I I think they need to figure out how to get back to season one magic but mm. a lot of shows do yeah yeah and it's it's interesting that you that you say that because uh, and, I, and I know we'll 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 get into this uh, here shortly with our, our Watchmen recap but you know thinking about we were we were talking about Crisis and, and Arrow and stuff. It, it, I think that is a good example, Arrow, for example, of knowing when to stop. Because, I mean, some you, some folks could argue they should have stopped a couple seasons ago. I think, you know, going to season seven um, was, was you know, good. And, and, and having this wrap-up in season eight was the way to go. Because there's only so far you can take certain storylines and stuff. And knowing when to leave the stage is very important before a show becomes a shell of itself. Right, exactly. And ironically, I wasn't even thinking about our upcoming discussion on Watchmen season finale. I was more uh, looking for a segue into Mr. Robot talk. Oh, yes, yes. I tried, uh, though. I tried last night to watch it. Yeah. And I watched it. I did skip over a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, see, see, that's you got you can't skip over things. I know it can be hard and stuff sometimes, but. it's knowing when and where to skip. (laughs) Well, I think I know when and where to skip. I I think I chose the correct places. I just, I don't care anymore. (laughs) And it's so, it's such a weird show right now that I'm watching it and I'm like, okay. And, And I think what really screwed me up is for some reason, I watched a promo, which basically told you what happened at the very end of the episode. So the whole time I am not intrigued at all. I'm just like, I want to see him confront himself or Mm. whatever version or whatever white Rose did. And it just, I don't, I don't know there there's it. It's still, and, and I'm sorry, this is just a record repeating itself, but it is so far removed from season one. And that's what really makes me angry about that show. Whenever I watch it. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, I I get it where you where you were feeling that way, and I know when I when I watched it, 
I, whenever what should have been the ultimate showdown between Elliot and, and White Rose, I, I felt let down by that. I mean, I was, I mean, there was a lot going on there. I mean, the philosophical discussion between White Rose and Elliot, as far as uh, Elliot basically saying, look, I used to, essentially, I'm paraphrasing here, I felt that way of that the world wasn't worth saving, but over my journey, I have now realized that there are people who I care about and there are people I can lean on. And you know, White Rose basically saying, you know, what is, is, is this all worth it and everything? And it, it, it was, it was well acted and stuff, but, but at the same time, I, 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 I felt that it went on a bit too long. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I, I fell asleep during it. She just, she kept talking and talking yeah. and talking yeah. and talking and talking. And I, completely shut off it started off strong because mm-hmm. i really liked how th- you basically really understood her 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 and what she is, has been trying to do this entire series from that perspective that i was born in this world incorrectly mm-hmm. and that was a curse and that mm-hmm. damaged everything in my life include and she lost the love of her life because of it right and and that concept I really like, and that's one of the reasons why I've always enjoyed her as a villain. But the monologue just continued yeah. to the point where you forget how strong it started and you don't care. You're just like, hit the button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it did. I it, I was just like, damn, I really want to like this. And it just kept, and I, I was, I too was working hard to just, to stay engaged and, and and follow the scene because it, it, it went it, I think it went like eleven minutes or so, uh, which is an eternity for for uh, you know 40, 40 minute forty five minute TV show, um, and so the one thing I will say though to your point about for example White Rose's journey, uh, the reveal of this season about Elliot's abuse as a child finally to me it finally made sense for why Sam went there as far as how the scene started off and how Elliot and White Rose both had various traumatic happenings White Rose's case not be losing the love of her life and not being able to fully be who she who she thought who she who she is and of course Elliot Elliot's trauma and how he dealt with that trauma uh, by creating this multiple personalities and uh, within himself to to deal with with what he went through it finally made sense why he chose that particular set of trauma to to sort of push Elliot onto this journey. But, but yeah, but the problem is it, it, it just seemed, you know, for a penultimate episode, it just seemed to, to sort of be losing, losing gas and losing energy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, 
I mean, this is nothing new. I felt this way about the entire season. I felt it in the third season even. And and that was is really it's basically I'm hate watching the show right now. Um, I've skipped multiple episodes so even the quote unquote relevant information I'm not getting because I have no investment because it's brand new and but I don't care I just want to see how it ends and then uh, go back season one and say season one is all of Mr. Robot maybe season two (laughs) (laughs) but But, yeah but I did want to so with with the I know you were pretty much spoiled by the going into the parallel universe, but I, I do want to, as someone who who is responsible, quite frankly, for me falling in, in, into right, right. love with the show initially, and and still hoping, and 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 I still like it. Um, I, I was with with the parallel universe track or whatever heck happened when. Uh, um, Switch there at the end. I, I want to hear what what your thoughts were on it, even though you knew kind of knew what was coming. Well, I knew what was coming, but I don't I don't get it. I don't get first of all how you could even do that, um, and it 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 doesn't really make sense to me. I I get the approach, and this is what science fiction always does: is when they they. They take the depressed and then say, and this is what perfect life is. But there are flaws in perfection because with perfection, you get monotony and boredom and also unfulfilled desires. And I think that's what really was the crux of the conversation between uh, Tyrell and Elliot in their this version of what their life could have been, who they could have been. Um, had had they had different lives and more of a Pleasantville. Pleasantville, if by the way you haven't seen classic from the '90s, does executes this whole thing so much better in my opinion. But that's besides the point. Um, and 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 so so I get it. There's there's just and and that's really what I guess it boils down. There's something about the execution that I'm I'm over it with Sam Esmail at this point where mm-hmm. like I, I see it I see the strings I see what you're doing I hear you but it's just not working for me and and I can spend hours in front of TV and dissect it but I'm not I'm not there anymore you had me you had me initially and then you just lost me along the way do you think you got lost because of one I think it was almost a two-year interlude break in between the third and fourth seasons I, I think that had stuff to do with it. I also think TV has just gotten better with the decade. Mm-hmm. This decade, we were we've been direct messaging each other and noticed a lot of lists came out about movies of the decades, and we spent a lot of time talking about TV. And I don't even know if I would put this on my list. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe season one, but it. In, in comparison with shows that have either started around the same year or have come since then, there's a lot better writing, frankly, on TV right now. Yeah. And, and this, this writing, at first, it was original. It was different. It was very unique with the storytelling. It wasn't procedural, thank the Lord. But 
now we get that we get that all the time. It's it's so much more competitive right now than I think when Mr. Robot first debuted. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, there, it definitely seems to have, like I said earlier, it seems to have run out of energy. Uh, it, as far as the 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 parallel universe, I, I was I was really pissed off about it. Quite frankly, I I I, I thought, and I, and of course, the finale, we may get something, you know, something completely different, and realize that. In that moment, in the in the room there in Washington Township, it's just uh, basically uh, an alternate future that Elliot thinks about before he meets his demise, and 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 that and I said, uh, another thought I had is there's always been this thing out there about there's the the third personality, uh, and and maybe this this is the one, except now this is in a parallel universe. I mean, Sam says that the the the, the resolution of the story has always been baked in from the very first season. So, you know, maybe like you said, that conversation Elliot and, and, and Tyrell had basically speak is that. And, and so it, uh, so I'm but definitely going to watch like the, that? Do, you, do you like that? Honestly, because I can, I can see them doing that. And, I would argue that final moment in that episode where you have Elliot as a kid and his Mm -hmm. mom in the boardroom of, I believe, the very first episode. And Elliot looks at his mom and says, "Um, what are we doing here? Or, Mm -hmm. Or something and alludes to the third personality. Yeah. I have been waiting for that thread to get fulfilled for multiple episodes now. And you're telling me it's going to be the personality in the parallel universe. What? Yeah. I mean, that's just one theory. I could be completely wrong, but, but maybe that's it. That, 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 that's the third personality or, or maybe I was, I even thought some craziness, but I was like, nah, this probably doesn't work. But maybe Darlene was a third personality given that, she wasn't in this alternate future that was created or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, but then I was like, but then you have Dom who's, you know, she has had interactions with, with other people, but I mean, that could be Elliot and Dom. I mean, I, you know, it's just so many places where this can go. Um, and then the other thought I had was just basically all of this. And I think way, way, when we first started talking about the show, I may have mentioned this, it just, it's just something in his head and this, this, this universe and, Maybe what we this this parallel that we that we saw was actually the the true Elliot and and the doppelganger that he saw at the very end of the episode where he's like, "Who are you?" I mean, that's just it, it is him, right? And and right. it's just if he you know you know their whole conversation had with Tyrell about taking risk and all those kind of things, right. It, he just, you know, this is how he imagined himself being this master hacker, and and it, it's just a way to how he just, you know, had this alternate life and, and, and alternate thoughts in his in, in a dream. And it's kind of, I buy and, that a lot more than sort than, of back. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, or you know, and, and, and I think you know, and also you know, the show is you know, the Back to the Future is. Is is a theme. It was very relevant in some of the earlier seasons, and and 
and you know that alternate parallel universe alternate timeline stuff is how things could have been if you know changes here and there you know that's that's you know baked into back to the future so maybe that's and, and that's with this new universe that we saw in this in this last episode that's kind of um when elliot reset the computer that's that's the alternate universe that we get so i mean there's there's any number of ways that can go i'll watch the finale and probably all my th- theories following here is like completely wrong and it'll be something else but you know no i think you're on the right track but yeah. that just i mean i i don't <laughs> at this point if you don't care now, if any of those happen I'm just going to be like well Will predicted it so that's stupid writing you know like I, I hate when we actually predict stuff I also hate when what we predicted which would have been a lot better than what actually happens mm-hmm. there, I'm just going to say I don't think there's a way for Sam Esmail to end this series and for me to be happy mm-hmm. put it that way and Moving on. So, in other news, uh, Top Gun trailer, Top Gun 2 trailer dropped. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are going to go see it. I think it's going to be interesting. Any thoughts, Will? Love the trailer. I, I, Top Gun is one of my guilty pleasure movies. Uh, anytime it's... If I come across it on television, you know, I'm done. Just, I'm just going to watch it. I know what happens, but it, uh, it, Tom Cruise in the age of reboots and franchises, and it, 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 he's one of those few people that can still take a franchise that uh, should have, probably, this movie should have been done years ago. But it, you're right, it's going to make a lot of bank. And I just, the, the trailer itself was just a, was just a, a pure adrenaline rush roller coaster ride of some pretty cool shots of fighter planes and beach volleyball again. And, you know, so, you know, so tugs on the nostalgia from the original film. So, yeah, I think it's, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. And then also Star Trek Picard, which hasn't even come out yet, is already renewed for season two. Yeah, they got their film credit. So once they did that, then they they greenlit the uh, second season. But also, I mean, it's, it's Star Trek, and I will say that the uh, CBS All Access uh, has really, with the with Star Trek Discovery, has really been just an amazing uh, shot in the arm for the franchise. Uh, especially this past season, season two for Star Trek Discovery, it definitely uh, really got back to sort of the, the, the heart of the, of the franchise. It um, having uh, Anson Mount as the Captain Christopher Pike, who uh, was the first captain of the Enterprise before Jim Kirk, part of the Discovery crew, um, it really gave the series some focus. And I know I'm talking about Discovery, but the reason why I say that is I think Star Trek Picard is going to also do that same thing for a character who's been well-established from the next generation. And we didn't really get a, a, a good goodbye for him and his crew 
with Star Trek Nemesis, which was the last feature film that uh, that uh, Picard was in. So I'm looking forward to this series, and I think we've seen this quite a bit now with some of these streaming shows where, like The Boys this summer, you know, they got a season two before uh, it even aired, and um, I think Witcher I think's another one that's already been renewed, and I think some of these streaming shows where they're getting some good pre-buzz metrics are, and also like I said, the tax credits too, uh, are, are, are giving these series the opportunities to get greenlit for, you know, additional seasons before they even air. Right. Right. I, I think that that is spot on that it's mainly this, the streaming shows that, you know, when it's going to hit and you also know when it's going to not hit and you're not going to get a season two. So, and then some surprise, I think Netflix has, um, and granted, they had a hard head start on everyone, but like Elite mm-hmm. and some of their other original. There's another show called Baby. They're, they have the these shows that in the past you would find on the CW, maybe way way late at night, um, and and they're they're surprise hits. I think you, um, the, the which was originally a Lifetime movie or mm-hmm. Lifetime TV show got um went went on to netflix and now is going to be premiering i think it premiered over the weekend on season two so it's it's very interesting how how tv has changed when where we started at the beginning of the decade and to where we are now with all of these streaming services Mm -hmm. with them making their original content shows being renewed or rebooted on streaming services so it's it's so different if you really look at specifically how TV has evolved. Yeah, it really, it really is. Uh, even, and even just a few short, this, this a couple years ago too, you know, it, it, how, how television has, how basically it's on our schedule and not on the network schedule as far as how we consume television <laughs> these days. And uh, so, yeah, you're right. I mean, this has been this has been a true evolution as far as how we consume our consume our our media. Yep, and and now even movies that were quote unquote semi successful or not successful, they even get second life on TV shows. I mean, Watchmen. A lot of people were excited for it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it doing that well because it was freakishly long. Yeah. <laughs> and pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> However, everyone is obsessed with season one of Watchmen because it is really a masterpiece. And um, I'm going di- dial- to dive right into it. Yeah. This finale is perfect. Mm-hmm. I love this finale. The, the pace, the... I'm going to just just tell an episode from start to finish, but also pull all of these threads to the right down to the very last frame of the frame that they show you. They have been telling you where this is headed the entire time, and I love that. I love that I wasn't constantly trying to get ahead of the narrative. I just wanted to be in it mm-hmm. because I was engaged. I didn't even skip over the parts where I normally skip over. <laughs> you should be so proud of me. I'm so proud of you. I was wondering if you like made it through all the bike scenes without skipping them. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I did because I he he was finally a part of the story, and I love the connection between him and Lady True. That made so much more sense now, and and I think just in retrospect, the pace overall pace of this of the entire season was was pitch perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you, I agree. Once you have see it all into totality, as far as really the first few episodes of setting up for starting with the Tulsa massacre and, and when we then get first introduced to Angela and, and how the story evolves. And, you know, I think for me, the high point was definitely uh, the episode where we, where we really get the whole story of Will Reeves in New York and becoming a police officer and, and hidden justice. And cause that just, that was like the culmination of all the themes that they had like set up in, in the series and in this world. It, it, it was, I mean, probably one of the finest hours of television I, I, I I've, I've witnessed in a, in a very long time. I mean, after I watched that episode, I, I literally just sat and just like, I couldn't sleep. I just had to ponder it for, for, for a while just to digest what I had just witnessed. And, mm-hmm. And 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 as you said, the the finale just brought all those threads together. And and, and yeah, I mean, if if this in, is indeed a, a one off standalone s- season and it's not renewed, I will be completely satisfied with that and, and, and right. not and, and not wish for a second one, because I, I would be afraid that the second one would would, would come short. To be to be quite honest, you know i i I have this I have a similar fear. As long as Linda Linda Lindelof is on board and in yeah. that room, I will be fine. Because mm-hmm. this man also gave me leftovers, and when I was watching this finale, I was thinking about the finale of Leftovers, which I mm-hmm. think on par with it. I love that finale episode. And his writing is is so well suited for these characters. And and they found the right directors. They found that I just I I I I think that the way they ended it, we can we can say we did we told the story we wanted to tell and we're done. Yeah. Or they can they can explore the universe that they've now have fully fleshed out and tell a new version because Angela is still a character where there there is more to her like like I wonder she was she would we don't know for sure granted but we're pretty it's a pretty likelihood that she is now has Mr. Manhattan's powers. The the powers that everyone wanted. Yeah. All of these smart people, all of these politicians, everyone craved mm-hmm. to, so that they could quote unquote right the wrongs of the world, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because that's what they do. They they see that they're gonna do it better. If they had that power, they would use it to actually fix things while he's just letting it happen. Right. Now so for Angela she gets his powers. That's her husband. She lost the love of her life. She has three children who she's responsible for. She already got shot as a and almost almost died as a cop. Mm-hmm. So now the bullet, uh, the um, 
is she's even a bigger target. So, so, so what happens? What, what is that life for her? I think that there is so much more they could do, but I do agree. You don't, if you, if there is no story left to tell, don't tell it. Don't right. force it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you were talking about Angela and the things that she went through and her skepticism, I, I can't, I go back to the episode of God walks into a bar. My favorite. Yeah. And, you know, the beginning, the middle, and the end are, have all been laid out. And her mm-hmm. skepticism when she met Dr. Manhattan and, 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 it, and then how all those events as far as, you know, because the previous episode and almost really just all, you know, gets into it or how, she, or was it, or was it this episode where they, they have her backstory as far as Vietnam and how she loses her parents and, and and then how he predicts how they're going to fall in love and how and she still and, and the and, and 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 ultimately culminating in the egg it if any if if the second story is angela receiving these powers through the egg um from dr manhattan and as you know that all these other people like Lady True and Senator Keene were all trying to, you know, ultimately it, they, they would try to get these powers. But at the end of the day, they were, they would not use them to save the world. They were going to use it for their own gain. Whereas right. I think Angela's what she's been through and what this journey we went through with her in this first season uniquely puts her into the right place to, to basically assume those powers and be responsible in how she could use them. But she also will resent them because Mm. those powers also in a way led to the death of her husband, her soulmate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of guilt. And if anything happens to her kids now, because of, because she has these powers, that'll be on her. It will be on her. Yeah. She she mentions in that same conversation not wanting kids, mm-hmm. and now she she finds herself a single mom with three kids, and all of the, like like I said, I the, she is such a well crafted character, and it and it's interesting because she 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 has a lot to do in this season, but there are some episodes where you barely see her. Right. Yeah. Be, because they they also took their time with all the characters, and all the characters got their moments in this in this finale where we understood what they were trying to do all season. We understood the part that they played and how Doctor Manhattan viewed it. And he said, "I he knew all how all of these puzzle pieces would eventually come together, and each everyone had a part to play in it. And he knew at the end he he would lose her. And I'm sorry, I just don't want to forget to call this out. I I love that they made him a mortal essentially before mm-hmm. they killed him, mm-hmm. because gods are invincible, but men men are mortal. And I and I love that they just." They they made showed his real her quote unquote real face, and then and then watched him perish. And I thought that was really 
I, some people may think it's hitting the nail on the hammer, but for me, I'm just like, no, that that's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, that's, yeah, that, that was very, prof- very, very straightforward, but also very profound with how they, how they set that up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, the, it, and it's funny because this episode also begins with one of the cringiest moments I've ever seen <laughs> on TV. <laughs> because you're just you're watching it and you're like, oh, okay, we're going to see the video that in a way started it all, in a yeah. way didn't. Um, and we're and we're suddenly no longer watching the video. We're following this lady. Is that lady true? Who is that? And then we see Alexander and some stuff happens. and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will's like moving on. <laughs> no, no, it's just yeah. Well, it's just a fact. It's just like okay, she, you know, she, lady, uh, yeah, the lady tree's mother basically, yeah, gets the gets his gets the legacy as far as sample two, three, four, six, and and. Definitely has a very cringeworthy moment where she injects, she inseminates herself. But you know, but but I'm gl- I'm glad they went, they did that though, because you know, all throughout the season, we were wondering what's Osmondias's role in all this, and and you know, we we built up as far as him getting banished to Europa and and all those kind of things, and how. You know, he and Doctor Man, he and John, Doctor Manhattan had their falling out, and as far as when he tried to create the perfect world and was imprisoned on his perfect world, and so whenever you have that opening, and and we learn, you know, he has a you know has a daughter, and of course he rejects her. Um. It was, you know, it, 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 it made sense for why True went to all these machinations to do what she did to, to base it, for one, to gain his acceptance, but two, to show, to also one-up him. <laughs> and, and, and basically try to, you know, basically become, doc, you know, get the powers of Dr. Manhattan to basically, in the ultimate act of hubris, um, you know, not to save the world, but, you know, but to basically become a god herself. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, so it, all that all made sense. And, and, and looking back now on it, I'm like, okay, I'm glad I, I, I suffered through some of those cringeworthy scenes with, 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 the, with the, with Vite, because if I had, if I hadn't, then that ending would not have been as, as, satisfying for me as far as how the story how his story went and also you know talking about endings his you know now he is responsible for for two major cataclysmic events uh in, in both cases to, to save the world but at the same time in doing so he he's murdered a lot of people so i, I like that they had some clue that that, that agent blake uh, arrested him so that he would have to accept his responsibility for his actions. And uh, again, with with the squid incident in 1985, but then also here again in, in 2019 uh, right. to, to to bring some closure to to that. And then, of course, the other part of that was 
um, you know, again, opening the door for another potential story with the, with the night owl, because he's still of all the original characters, he's still the only one that we, beyond this references with the, you know, with agent Blake's pet. Mm -hmm. And then of course the ship at the end, um, we haven't really had any interaction or anything beyond that this season. So that's another way they could possibly go if they decided to do a second season to explore his story. Right. Right. Absolutely. Or where is he? Is he connected to this? Is he someplace else? Which would lead us into another adventure. Absolutely. I mean, that's the beauty of choosing this book series is that there are a lot of characters Mm -hmm. that um, they held back on. I, I like that where they, they, they knew what they had um, but they chose which people to pull off the shelf yeah. very strategically. And they made a point of it. I mean, Dr. Manhattan, they even kept that as a surprise all the way up toward, until towards the end about, no, actually, you've been watching him this whole time. You just didn't realize it. I mean, talk about like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, because I was one of the people at the very beginning. I'm just like, I want to see Manhattan. Yeah, where is Doctor Manhattan? Yeah, we get we see him on Mars, but yeah, that was this. Yeah, that was the perfect like red hairy fake out there that they how they did that and uh, and whenever whenever he was huh Blake too in a way. I mean, we we are introduced to Detective Blake, and then she has her her ties in to the to being um, a hero. So, so they're very, they're very crafty and who knows, maybe we have seen night owl the whole time. We might have, <laughs> I mean, well, Petey, Petey's definitely not Petey's loop man. So that was, so it, it wasn't him, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but maybe night owl was hot under our noses. Just like the, like the revelation of, of Angela's possibly being, the future Doctor Manhattan is in the Watchmen poster that that has been you know used for the uh, series this year. So who knows? I mean, it could all this could be right on our noses and we just completely missed it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, another great moment was Angela and her grandfather in the theater. And that- and I love it. I love the full. There's there's something. There, there is a simplicity in this episode. And don't get me wrong, it, it's not a lot happened. But there was something about the how it was like classical music, mm. where it, these are sounds that you're very familiar with. And so the way they orchestrate them all together, it's just like, no, this is how it should be. And this is the story that they're meant to tell. And there, there was something so simple about it, but so much where I was like, oh, man, this, is, this pulls me back to the very first episode because it started all in a theater. Yep. And now we're seeing her and her grandfather reunite. And, and he, he, he gave up her husband, and she yep. knows that. Mm-hmm. And yet, and yet he, he made a deal, and, and she knows that. So there's, it, it's so perfect. It it is it is. I mean that that things going full circle that way, and it it also as to my earlier point about her 
if if she does indeed end up with Dr. Manhattan's powers, seeing what her grandfather went through and his journey into vigilanteism and, and, and quite frankly, her journey as well, because, you know, she became a cop, but, but the, the police force in, in, in this world, in the, in, in Tulsa and in, in the United States at this point are quasi vigilantes themselves because they are wearing masks. And, and so you see those, that those parallels and those masks that, that you know, hid the trauma that led them down that path. I mean, in, in, in Will Reeves' case, it's the Tulsa massacre. And then of course, when he got to New York and when the, whenever he was graduating from the Academy and, you know, the African-American officer just, you know, basically told him to, you know, watch out, watch your back, essentially. And, and whenever he became put at justice, you know, basically, you know, you're not going to get just, you know, as a, as a black man, you're not going to get justice with a badge. <laughs> you're going to have to go through this, this, you know, become this vigilante. But even at that, um, uh, the, uh, like, you know, he, he, even when he was with the Minutemen, he couldn't be fully himself. He had to like, you know, cover, he, he had to cover, he had to, to pass in front as somebody else. And then you see Angela's story where she, you know, with the white cal, the 7th Cavalry uh, having the, the, the their own, that, that massacre in, in the town that led to the passage of the second, Ke- the Keen Act's extensions that provided law enforcement to have to, to wear a mask. And so, you know, seeing all that trauma and, 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 and loss and angst that led them into these various paths if they did do a second season, I would love to see how, how she based off of her prior experience, how she now sees the world and how she's going to try to fix the possibly fix the world, especially given that Dr. Manhattan had a very hands off approach where he just, you know, he let Vietnam and let things happen. So will now Angela, will, will Angela now because of what she knows and because of seeing what Dr. Manhattan did whenever he had these powers, Will she take the same approach, or will she be more of an interventionist? Right. And right. so, I mean, and and if and if that's how, if they did do a second season, I would love to, you know, that would be one of the things I would love to see them tackle is how does she handle these responsibilities based off of her experience, her grandfather's experience, and that, and like you said, her dead husband's experience. Yeah, she's there is so much to do with her. I I hope that the story isn't over, especially Regina King. I mean, Regina King, she's always been in Hollywood for Mm -hmm. for decades. And she she appears, but really, she's just hitting her stride right now. And FYI, Regina King also on Leftovers Season 2, stellar performance i honestly wish she got the emmy for that um because i i love her performance in season two mm. so <laughs> <laughs> and maybe hopefully i hope she gets some consideration for the emmys for, with this show I, I really do um i, I don't see why not yeah I, mean, yeah I know the golden globes are stupid but i think this this show did get uh with the uh i think the screen actors guild or one of the other or maybe the critics mm-hmm. group but yeah, one of the other uh, awards uh, shows definitely 
uh, definitely gave them gave Watchmen some some appropriate mm-hmm. nominations. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it had to do with timing, um, because mm-hmm. I I think Mr. Robot they swept the awards a year after their their season debuted, and I was just like, that was so long ago. But anyways, so so I don't really know. I I hope she gets recognition. However, these days, Emmys, I'm also starting to get annoyed at with how they're determining who gets awards. I mean, succession, two seasons and nothing. (laughs) True. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? Or I I think they might have won something, but not the ones that I really want them to win because that show is brilliant. So I, I also just... Lindenloft for for some of the writing how can you like you um you mentioned episode seven episode eight is a masterpiece the third episode I would put up there too take your pick of those three compare it to anything else on tv right now I I think we have our winners Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know we'll we'll see um I think that's it for us tonight yeah yeah I mean it, I mean, there's so many other things. I mean, obviously a lot of Easter eggs from from the final and and all. But I mean, just as but just to really sum up how uh, I know we've had some solid television programs that we've um, watched this this year. But uh, you know, I think Watchmen definitely. You know, we we definitely ended the year on a high note, and and I love this series. It was completely unfolded completely different from how I think anyone anticipated. And and if you're if you're going to have uh, you know a TV or film class about how to do a, a series, uh, this this is definitely exhibit a as far as how 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 you put together a. a a television series that has a, a, a solid start through line, you know, middle that doesn't lag and, and, and sticks to landing as far as the, as far as the finale. All right. Well, that is it for us tonight. Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk. That's W I L L M P O L K. And you can find me at SJ Bell, not S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Spotify. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>